Welcome to episode six of the Bocce Bros podcast. On this episode, we have Jeff and Nico from Maestro's Bocce Club joining us. We had an awesome conversation talking everything bocce, including their club, the tournaments they throw, how they want to grow the game organically, and just the bocce community in general. Uh, just so you guys are aware, the show starts off with uh, us ta- speaking with Jeff, and then Nico hops in at about 10 to 15 minutes. There's a little mix up with the time, but luckily both of these guys were able to join us and we had a really good conversation. As always guys, please follow us on social media. We can be found under the Bocce Bros. Also, please rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes. Please throw us that five star if you can, that'd be awesome. We have some Bocce Bro news coming out soon. We're planning our first tournament here in Columbus. We're gonna have some new apparel coming onto the site, our spring collection, uh, as well as some other stuff. So just keep an eye out for that. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in, and let's start the show. Oh, I saw that. Is that the tournament? Is that one played on grass or on uh, on like a show? Yeah. So most most of the tournaments, well, not most, all of the tournaments we have are on grass. That's kind of our our niche. We don't have the. I I mean, there's places to play that are courts around here, but uh, it's just not. I don't know. It's not. It doesn't have like a bocce vibe it has like a, this is like a corporate thing or uh mm. there are some so like there's a place called the log cabin uh which andy uh zimmerman runs and he's affiliated with alex from american bocce company uh so that's one of the places we've actually for the first time last year we played on like real courts against these guys and uh one of our guys got to the finals of this little like pickup tournament on a monday or tuesday night um so that was like we were really out of our element to play on a court um but it's like it's a game of adapting right you gotta you know house rules you you throw and you hope that you're on that day uh so lawn or court we try to be as competitive as we can, but still want to have a good time. And it's more about the com- camaraderie and the brotherhood of bocce than than winning the trophy. Yeah, but winning the trophy is always nice, right? <laughs> no, you guys, you guys shoot and like like you see in Cleveland or Youngstown, or do you guys just more roll? Kind of how does that pan out? So there's there's a lot of guys that there's probably about thirty of us that are kind of constant in all the all the get-togethers and uh to pick up tournaments the, the the better guys can kind of lob a throw on lawn and knock out a guy similar to Patenke or however you say that um mm-hmm. and then rolling on a on a lawn you have to get lucky to 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 knock a guy out but we do try it you know but yeah. you, you know you never know the the, the bumps and intricacies of the lawn so you know it's it's a little harder so it's more of a it's, it's more of a finesse game so it's it's uh it's difficult but um when the we had a tournament in september and american bocce came out there was like eight of them and it was a four 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 guys on a team and then you played opposite sides and it was it was all lawn and uh even with with their limited lawn experience, they still made it to the semis. Um, so, you know that that's like probably our our favorite thing about Bocce is is uh, being able to play on the lawn and then hope to God we can survive on the court. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was gonna say. That's one of the nice things though about bocce worldwide. Everyone plays on something different, but it's nice that you know it's something you could just go in your front yard or go to the park if you don't have grass in your front yard. Go to the park. Right. And just have a pickup game. You're playing the same game. You just have to adjust, like you said, finesse. And then I think it's patonk. I think that's how they say it overseas. It is, yeah. And um, they that game is like it's almost all botching or or hitting. And it's so like precise. oh, they're so ridiculous. So precise in the air too. Yeah. I'll send you guys a link. There's a relay. You may have seen it via YouTube, like Bocce, but like they have these, like um, you know, like the NBA All Star Week, and they have like the skills challenge, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Well, they have it's basically like how many can you knock out. So you sprint to one end of the court, you grab right. it, you throw it, you oh, smack yeah. it, you run to the other side, grab a ball, yeah. and you just keep running back and forth. And these guys are hitting every single one. Every I'm like, shot. holy, like every shot. It's, it's What's that called? What do they call that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I'll find the link and we'll, we'll add a video maybe to the, I, was um, in the I think that was in the like world series of Bocce. Like it's, yeah. it's like one of the events that you have to play. Bocce relay. Yeah. It's a whole team thing. Yeah, here it is. It's you a, guys, it's a beautiful. You guys relay. follow that kid on Instagram that like, he, like every day he posts a photo. He's just yes. like, he'll go like for 10, but he'll be like on a rocky fence. He's like, from like Pakistan, I think. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so good. So good. He'll be like on a on a hill on a rock, yeah, and yeah. You'll, they'll zoom in, and the balls on a, or something. He'll just hit anything. Yeah. Just crazy. So I I see you guys have a pretty good relationship with Alex and American Bocce Company. How how do you guys link up with them? So what's crazy is we started our Instagram page like three years ago, and and Nico is running it, and he doesn't really like social media. He's more of like a, I want to call you on the phone, you know? Uh, Old school. I get it. And so it kind of sat dormant for three years. And then we want to do all this stuff. We want to plan all these things. We want to build the club. We want to have more tournaments. So I'm like, dude, give me the Instagram handle. Give me the password. I'll see what I can do. And that was July of 2020. Oh, wow. And then we realize, like, oh, my God, there's a whole freaking community. And, yeah. like, within a month, we know who you guys are. We know who Alex is. We know who Andy Zimmer is from uh, Bog Cabin is. And then we start, you know, we just start reaching out. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, I feel like there's this whole community. We could have done this three years ago if we would just tried a little harder, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I was I was kind of shocked too. We started what in October, guys, or something, or yeah, around then. And similar to your story, it's like sh- shit. I didn't know there was all these people that played bocce across the country, you know. And there was that shock. And the other shock is, you know, when a lot of people, especially alphas, could be protective of their territory. Right. And people could have said, oh, who are these guys? You know, they're trying to steal our thunder. We're the ones that, you know, have the bocce count. We do this. But no, it's the complete opposite. It's, hey, like, welcome, open arms. Like, let's team up. You know, let's all go to each other's bocce tournaments. What do you, like, your plans? Here's our plans. You know, let's let's talk. Let's see if we can work together in the future. So that's been one of my favorite experiences with the bocce community is just how open and welcoming everyone is. Right. 
So yeah, it's been it's been crazy to see how many guys are out there doing the same thing that we're all doing, and and the fact that you guys pulled this podcast off, the whole the whole organic, you know, crew. Like, did you guys ever really think that you'd be this close to meeting Mario Lopez? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a perfect line. Unreal. No, we did not. That's, no. the, that's, the, that's the million dollar question. And shout out to Rodney, dude. That dude's hilarious. Dude, he's a man, dude. He's, well. he's crucial to the bocce community, honestly. Yeah. He really is. I mean, he's the fact that he hopped on our podcast and I can't wait to have him yeah. on again. I mean, that was a great conversation. It was in his, you know, where he, his dressing room, I don't even know what, like what that was that he was in, but right. um, the, like, I'm, I'm hoping we can sit him down. He have like what you're doing, have a couple bourbons and we just shoot the shit. Uh, but yeah, dude, like the fact that he saw that and has been a big advocate of, of the whole bocce community too, has definitely helped everyone. So uh, who's the oldest out of you guys? Are you guys all the same age? I know a couple of you are brothers, right? So, yeah, Dante and I are brothers. Um, and then Anthony is in the Ohio State sweatshirt. He's the oldest. He's 34. He's what, 43? 44? <laughs> oh, wait, what? 30? 35? 30, 35. 35. I'm 31. I'm, okay, so we're mostly, most of us are in our 40s. So, like... You know, we watched the shit out of Saved by the Bell, so yeah. You know that, like, <laughs> oh yeah, like we we really geeked out because when I posted the magnet, I think I hashed or I I added Mario, and he ended up watching the story, and like we have this whole like group chat text thread that's just full of nonsense, and I sent out the you know the screenshot saying like we did it, boys. Mario Lopez watched our story. <laughs> we quit social media. <laughs> that's yeah, it we're done that was a staple growing up i will say that yeah <laughs> yeah i'm only i'm the youngest of the crew i'm 25 but back in it's probably middle school they were starting to do the reruns so i watched that growing up before school they would come on we'd watch it every single day so nice nico just texted he's he's finally like aware of the internet i'm with liaison over here so oh yeah he <laughs> already a good start with the with the nickname and everything yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. well too, so bad he, too bad he's not you know you might show up with a couple packages on your doorstep tomorrow man that's how quick <laughs> the guy is you guys got my email send me your address i'll definitely uh, <laughs> i'm a little yeah. worried but also excited <laughs> for sure for sure, man. <laughs> Thanks for having us on, boys, man. That's awesome. Yeah, great, yeah dude, Carmen. Well. Thanks for freaking supporting, man. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah we were just talking That's about when we started the account, similar to you guys, we didn't realize how big the bocce community was outside of our own area. In Northeast Ohio, where we're from, it's actually pretty big. I mean, Cleveland, Youngstown, there's several bocce clubs. I mean, it's it's like the second sport after football, basically. That's kind of joking, but kind of. But um, yeah, I mean, and and we moved to Columbus. We uh, lucky enough to have an Italian club here that has courts. Anthony, his family belongs to an Italian club up uh, about thirty minutes, twenty minutes north of Columbus. Same like you know, same thing. So we just thought, oh, okay, there's Italians here. There's Italians in Northeast Ohio. You know, we're like the Bocce clan. And then we saw American Bocce Company, Oddball Sports, you guys, you know, people out in Cali down south were like, oh, shoot, you know, there's, there's way more to this than we actually thought. 
And to top it all off, everyone just welcomed us with open arms. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. I, I, um, I don't know how much Jeff has filled you in, but like we really, we've been doing our major tournament for about seven years, but we really started to chirp about, Hey man, are we going to take this now to a club, dude? Are we going to start, you know, cause we got to be honest, dude, some of our guys can be flaky as all hell and to try to get them in to like, Hey man, let's do this. Um, mm. everyone at the tournaments is like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Maestro's club. Let's do it. And then, you know, a week later you're, they're like, no, nah, man, sorry. I got to watch the kids this weekend, dude. I can't, I can't do that, man. I can't, you know, that's not going to happen. It's like, what the, you know, so we, we got a lot of that in our group, but, but Jeff and I particularly sat down and a couple of other buddies of ours, um, that are kind of influential and, 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 putting the club together so far and said, Hey man, like, I can't do this by myself, dude. I've been just kind of rocking and rolling for the last seven years. And I'm like, if we want to take it to the next level, dude, I'm going to need you guys to just kind of give me a hand and help me out here. So yeah. And that's kind of, it's kind of where it, you know, started, but you have to, you have to have other people. I mean, reach out to those different groups, Alex over it. You know, I talked to him yesterday. We were jumping on a meeting, talking about the regional tournament, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. Um, him and Matt and Andy, their other buddy. So um, it's um, unbelievable from like four, four or five months ago or whatever we, you know, from August, mm-hmm. the amount of groups and stuff like touching base with you guys and cheesing out and being like, dude, there's bocce heads. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's been cool, man. Good. Real so cool. I have to ask. You said you spoke with Alex. Are you? Can you fill us in on the any regional details? Any uh, spoiler alerts with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I know that we're definitely moving moving ahead, and and, and he's moving ahead. And that guy's brain is just twenty four seven bocce, man. Right. You know. Right. I mean, and, it, and, and it really it's, it's it's unreal, dude. And um, but creatively and and just philosophically, as far as like you know, he meshed with us. I mean, he came to our tournament in October and we were jabbing back and forth and, and, um, and liaison does most of our, you know, um, uh, social media stuff. So he's like, yeah, man, ABC, we've been reaching out and talking back and forth. Like, let's try to get them out, you know? And, you know, we're like, oh, this, they're not going to come out to this freaking tournament, dude. It's in Was the summer. Was it the cabin grand. one? <laughs> On the no, no, we do, we do this. We did this, uh, four man, um, um, and I'll go into like the types of tournaments we do and stuff like that. But we did a, we did a four man out in uh, Barrington, Illinois, which is kind of outside of uh, um, uh, Chicago, uh, about 40 minutes. Hold on for one second, guys. Yeah. Take your time. Speaking of Barrington, it's, it's one of the more bougier areas. A lot of Bentley. Yeah. It's not uncommon to see the Ferrari by you. Do you bring your Bentley there? Sorry, give me one second. There's there was a Bentley at the tournament. There was a three hundred three hundred three hundred thousand dollar Ford GT something that pulled up for like bad man. Sorry GT. guys. Just yeah, it was up on my screen there. A lot of that's stuff. why we're trying to get that those stocks so I could afford that three hundred thousand dollar car. <laughs> right. So you is that where that edit uh, that out right? Yes, we'll take care of it. <laughs> That's the beauty of post, man. Yeah. <laughs> so wait, so real quick, is that that uh, whatever you want to call it tournament where uh, what I'm trying to say, you're in the rich area. Is that where that 
really nice gold medallion or I don't know if it was diamond or whatever. No, that says, that, so that was from the number one stunner tournament, <laughs> which was our which was our inaugural one on one kind of winner take all because all the all the guys in the group, a lot of guys have known each other a long time, a lot related and just since college and so Okay. It was kind of like a lot of guys have known each other so long, but they've only been partners with a couple guys and they haven't had a chance to partner up with all the guys they want to play with. There's not enough time in the day, not enough tournaments. So we're like, all right, winner take all once a year, we're going to do a one-on-one, you know, proof is in the pudding. And uh, we were like, what better way than a gold spinner chain to kind of be like, yeah. You want to talk oh, yeah. some more? Let me spin this chain. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Like a chain like Miami Hurricanes for a number one. That's what we should do. Dante, yeah, that thing is go. that thing is sweet. And because of COVID, it came like a month late. <laughs> 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 but it is what it is. Yeah, one of uh, so I don't know what happened to Nico. He jumped out, but his cousin. Uh, he has several cousins out in Toronto. And because of Nico's tournament maestros, his Toronto cousins were like, all right, we're going to have our own tournament. So the 2020 would have been their fourth annual and it got canceled because of COVID, but um, their trophy is two like decked out uh, WWE, like, you know, championship belt, oh, yeah. you know, I've seen gold that. plated. Yeah. Ridiculous. And we won on the second year or third year. I don't remember. Maybe the second year, but they wouldn't let us take it back home. They're like, no, it stays here. And even if you have any pictures, send that. Oh, we definitely, we definitely have photos of that. Uh, What's crazy about that is once we like figured out all these clubs on Instagram, those guys are about 30 minutes from the extreme bocce guys from Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And those guys post amazing footage. Mm-hmm. Those guys are great with them. You know, they seem to play like a ton. You know, and they do yeah. pretty good with the the coverage as well. Some fellow bocce heads. Yeah. Actually, so, do you have uh, any contacts for them? I guess other than the Instagram. No, we we haven't. So we were going to try to reach out this year if. If Nico's cousin has the tournament, we were going to try to be like, yo, we're coming in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let's let's get them a spot or two at Nico's cousin's tournament, or let's try to have like a, a thing on Friday night or Sunday before we fly out. You know, even if it's just like a couple games, you know, but let's yeah. at least break some bread and, and say hello. So we'll so see what happens. Have- I want to ask, um, how'd you guys get into bocce? Like, where did it start for you? Yeah, I'll let Nico take that one. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm half Italian, half Greek. Um, you know, freaking, so crazy families, man, just nuts. <laughs> uh, crazy parties, crazy reunion. Jeff knows, man. So Jeff and I have played soccer together. Um, my dad was our coach since we were four. So we've pretty much known each other our whole lives. Um, and he always uh, usually 
listens to my ideas and stu- stupidity and he's like, okay, all right. Um, I guess I'll go <laughs> along with that, you know, or he'll call me out. But, um, so the whole bocce club tournament, I mean, I played growing up, uh, you know, watching my, my uh, dad and my uncles and just like you guys, I think you mentioned in the first episode where, you know, I always wanted to play and they're like, yeah, dude. All right, man. It's cool. <laughs> like, yeah, were you, yeah. It was that Anthony, were you talking yeah. about that in yeah, the that first episode? Totally yeah. identified with that because I mean, it was like, yeah, man, uh, why don't you go grab me another limoncello and, <laughs> um, and, um, I'll be here and you, yeah. know, and you can keep watching, you know? So it just, that's how it was. And, um, always wanted to play, always wanted, it was just so much fun, a lot of bonding, you know? And as I got older, I had, and I had my son, we moved to uh, another suburb of, of Mount Prospect and my dad was getting older and he wasn't really seeing a lot of his relatives and friends, nothing like that. And, um, I was like, man, I don't, I don't really want to end up like, that, you know, like, I mean, I love my dad, man, but he just lost touch with a lot of dudes and, you know, a lot of guys. And, um, so I said, Oh, you know, I'll start this tournament, you know, at my house and I'll bring the boys together and, you know, friends, family, and my dad will come play and, 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 you know, maybe some of my other relatives and whatever, man, it'll be a hoot. It'll be fun. So I was like, okay, let's throw the tournament. And then it just started to like, Cause I've got a really wonky imagination, man. It, it, it starts, it starts out where it's just, it's like, all right, dude, how do we make this like bigger than a tournament? And I was like, okay, dude, you know, uh, maestros. All right. We'll pattern it off the masters golf tournament. Right. Yeah. So our winner, our winner uh, earns a green polo and the, the teams from the year before give them the green polo. And other than that, nobody can touch it. Everybody tells you to F off. You know, it's like, no, nah, man, it's just not how that works. You know, so um, we got a little club of green polo guys and I started to hand out. I'll have to send you guys some of our draft videos because they've, they've gone. They've got, got kind of weird. I do a draft video a couple nights before um, and then I send it out to all the, the competitors. And it just is it's usually a parody or something that's just goofy. It's very gorilla and rough, though. Um, and the first year, I mean, Jeff will tell you, like, I, I it was funny because you guys did your your uh, Sylvester Stallone, like the Balboa thing. Yeah. So I, I had my son working out to um, and he was like six, like working out, but with bocce balls and stuff like, that, like <laughs> you guys were doing. And, you know, and then there was little clips of me with like my hat tilted to the side. And I was like, Mickey, I was like yelling at him like, faster, faster, kid, faster. He'll knock you into tomorrow, you know, and just like going after him. Right. And, and, um, the guys loved it, dude. They were like, dude, you're bonkers, bro. Like, what are you doing? Like, how long did it take to film? Do you have a job, dude? Like, how do you figure this out? You know? So, um, every year people that get the guys cheese out on that and then so it just ran with that man and and i would say that our tournaments um have a little bit of like pageantry in it man i was just telling alex yesterday because he was talking to us about you know what what our what our club feels like and you know if we were to you know 
align with oddball and maybe do some streaming or whatever in the future, you know, he throws it at the wall and, and sees if it sticks. And I'm like, man, I, I dude, a bunch of our guys and stuff. I'm like, we, we kind of have like that WWE feel, man. It's kind of off the wall guys yelling in each other's faces, you know, cutting promos. Yeah. You know, we got guys that think they're like Ric Flair, man, you know, <laughs> and, like, dude, and they're just like, Woo! every everywhere. And, my son's trying to be a reporter and we're filming things. Oh, dude, it's just, it's off the freaking wall, man. But it's so much fun. And that's the stuff that you really kind of remember, man. I mean, I we're competitive and definitely, and we've got some guys that can shoot, but it's really about the, the people, man. And the camaraderie. It's been, phenomenal. you have that energy, man. I can tell just from the, you know, the short conversation we've had this far that, uh, I know playing bocce around you would probably be fun. And like you said, the things that you added to the game, the pageantry, like sounds like a good time good time yeah, in the bocce it's, world it's crazy i can be a little much i mean jeff's kind of like my my yang reserve side he's the chill you know <laughs> so he's always like all right man we can pull it back now bro so so question one of nico and i's oldest jokes is that if we met each other current day there's no way we'd be friends <laughs> <laughs> hundred percent, man. And it's all, it's all him. I mean, I love the kid, man. I'd be a friend in a second, but if we met each other, like in high school, the dude would be like, nah. F this clown. Yeah. That, man. Too, much. Too much, too much energy. So, but, um, yeah, man. So you mentioned wrestlers and bocce and how you have characters <laughs> like that. So who, who are you? Who would, who would you be as a, Ooh. Good question. Man, nice one. Um, Because <laughs> now I'm all in. You mixed like, man, my two dude, favorite things. that's a great things. one. Like, I, gotta, oh, I should have prepped, man. I'm going, um, I'm going, I'm going, I would say Nico's like, he's a bit of Ted DiBiase meets Randy <laughs> Macho Man. Yeah. He's yeah, like, I, love, yeah. Man, Randy he's I love you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. The cream <laughs> rises to the top. Yeah, the cream to the top. Hear me out. You dig it. We're gonna go right, around. I'm all about that. We're gonna go around and pick our own wrestlers, but I think we should throw a bocce tournament, and everyone has to dress up as wrestlers. Yes, let's go. Hundred percent, man. All right, Back to personality too. The Royal Bocce Rumble, man. <laughs> yeah. So that's we'll have a bocce I don't tournament. Think a lot of sweaty tights. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, singlets. Yes. I'm rocking a singlet. <laughs> Oh, I think. Uh, all right, so Anthony, who, oh, who are you? Let's start with me. Gosh, I don't know. I haven't watched WWE forever. Um, Were you allowed? You probably weren't allowed to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a Rick Rude feel that wants to come out. <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the jawline. You know, yeah, Razor, Val Razor Venus. Ramon. Oh, I'm Valvetus. Razor Ramon's perfect. Well, definitely takes his wrist. With the two, definitely does have, yeah, he does have a Razor Ramon vibe, but the the jawline and the beard. Yeah. Well, I heard he's got a little temper on the court too, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Yes, man. you are. Yes, you are. That actually might it. get good. We might start wrestling each other on the <laughs> on the court. Anthony gets mad, gets a little bit of sweet chin music. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to get him somebody that's gonna like the oiler, the official oiler that like is gonna oil him up <laughs> and work him out. Yeah. Well, hey, Anthony, so, who's it gonna be? Who are you? Oh uh, man, I will go with. I don't know. 
I, I liked who you guys picked. We'll do that. Razor Ramon. I only know the old school wrestler. So like, <laughs> I'm skip way. the boring bocce, bro. All right, what do you got? <laughs> Me? I'm trying to change my background to it, but I'm Shawn Michaels. Oh, you Ooh, got that look, man. Kid. I'm sorry, guys. Heartbreak kid. The heartbreak oh, I'm kid. I'm a sucker for the heartbreak kid. Yep, hey, no, got to do it to you. <laughs> Dante. I don't have the hair for it anymore, bro. It's done. Yeah, I'm I'm growing it out. Let's see. I used to be a uh, buzz cut kid, and oh, do it. Shawn Michaels is coming out. There you go. Do it. <laughs> like it. Dante, what do you think? Man, um, I would probably have to go. Um, can you guys hear me? My my mic just cut out. Yeah, we yeah, can hear you. Yeah, you Val Venus. <laughs> no. I, I, hey, hello. Hello, ladies. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably have to go Stone Cold Steve Austin, the Rattlesnake. Ooh. That's the man I looked I up to. The the knee braces, the I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, you know. Love it. Just that love that it. song. <laughs> so the breaking glass for good, for sure. Yeah. It's your ass. Yeah. I'll uh I'll go with the ultimate warrior. I was, I was uh, him for yeah. Halloween. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one at all. Nice. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm a little Weasley, man. I, I, maybe I'm more of like a Bobby the Brain Heenan, kind of mm. like the, uh, the man, <laughs> the, 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 the guy in the background. So, but, but yeah, man, Paul, I, 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 Paul, uh, Paul, Paul Bear. Bear, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, a, a bocce ball urn. That'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. What about no. you, liaison? Uh, I would I would go old school and say like maybe uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat or, or like a Jimmy Superfly that's Snuka. Yeah, that's know? my dad's favorite wrestler, Jimmy the Fly Snuka. Uh, yeah, real yeah. old school. No, sick. Yeah, no, but we 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 add a lot of that stuff, man. I mean, every everybody comes in with just like the first year we did it. I'm like, look, guys. We're going to come in. You got to pick a theme music. You got to enter to your theme music. You got to freaking, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, fog machine, freaking, you know, goofiness, yeah, you man. Walk banner. You walk through a banner, <laughs> dude. And everyone's like, <laughs> F this guy, dude. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. They're boring. Everybody did it the first year and they were like, dude, let's go. <laughs> like from then on, it was like. Let's get bigger. Let's get better. <laughs> and, you know, guys walking out with their own handshakes, with their own, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin beer chugs. And, like, you know, so it's just <laughs> at first they didn't want to do it. But once they buy in, it's like that's what makes it that's what makes that. it great, man. Yeah, we do the national anthems. Oh. We um, my son, Canadian, who's Italian. And then yeah. uh, was my son oh, yeah. was. When, he, when we first started, like I said, he was like six or so. He learned the American, Canadian, and the Italian national anthems and sang all three. Oh, and wow. The guys were like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know, they yeah. were like, what's up with this dude, man? You know? <laughs> so, and it's just grown, man. And so it's, it, we love the theatrics, man. And I, and I think, and I, uh, Alex, I think, agrees to an extent. And, and he's like, look, man, let's spice it up. Let's let's um, because it's it's about bocce and, and, and the competitiveness of, of of playing tough guys and teams, but it's all that nice, all that other all that other stuff 
where you're like what we're doing right now, man, like the, the intermingling between groups and how do you guys play and how do we play and, mm-hmm. you know, and all the stories, man, that that's the, that's the best part, man. Yeah. So, your tournament sounds like the one we talked about with Alex in our podcast, the dogfish shit, well, kind of like the energy they have like costumes at the dogfish head brewery uh, yeah. out in Delaware. I think it was and like that, that energy to the game is different and, and fun. Right. And, and that was one thing that Alex pointed out. And, and I think that like moving forward as, as several sects or, you know, groups of bocce, you know, uh, uh, from all over is, is how do we meld mold or I guess meld the, the diff, the high level players and the guys that are like, love the theatrics. Like, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you blend those? Right. And, and Alex and I, and, and the other, and, and Matt and the other guys were, were, kind of scratching our heads and just throwing things at the wall because it is tough. It's a tough sell, man. Um, you talk about the USBF and I've got my own opinions about all of that stuff. Um, and, and it's just been stale. It's obvious because the game of bocce hasn't moved f- forward, man. It's just not doing it. And I love Bags and cornhole is on ESPN, but Bocce's not. Like, there's something yeah. wrong with that. There's totally wrong with that. One hundred percent. One hundred percent, man. The game's yeah. exciting. It's fun, and you got people and characters that can drive the game. Guys like Alex, you guys, good personalities. You know, people that will take the game. And and I'm sorry, it's just it's not a game for older gentlemen just to keep for themselves anymore you know the game's gotta it's gotta move forward man and and i feel bad that the usbf doesn't really see that on a whole but i also feel good because it's an opportunity for you guys us people like alex to seize the moment and to be like dude let's break through this wall man so yeah i i would say there's probably a a movement that's slow um, but it's been interesting, I think, um, around the Columbus area, because that's where Chris and Dante I are at. A lot more bars have been putting in bocce ball courts, which is cool to see. Um, and then even yesterday, I was at soccer. I, I played soccer all my life also. started on four, so I still play. Uh, nice. Uh, I was at he's soccer yesterday. He's not This good. kid came up to me. He's like, hey, because I wear my Columbus bocce shirt out. He's like, I was creeping on your guys' site because my work's putting in a bocce ball court and I don't know how the hell to play this game. So it, it, I think it's starting and it's slow, but I, I totally agree with you. Like it's, it needs to, I'm surprised how slow it's been. We'll put it that way. Yeah. It's crazy slow. I had a kid at work today. Like it just randomly came up that I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on my podcast tonight. I get to stay up late. You know, I'm going to be up past nine o'clock. <laughs> and he's like, what's bocce? And I'm like, bruh. <laughs> like what do you mean what's bocce <laughs> and then i eventually explained it enough where he was like oh my god i played that on Wii." and i was like <laughs> yeah. you played on Wii, but never in real life are you kidding me yeah <laughs> that's the yeah. thing i mean maybe 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 it's not marketed enough at a lower level where cornhole obviously was you know yeah. I, I don't i don't know what it is but i think we've all had those conversations especially when I'm at work or something and they're like, Oh, what are you up to tonight? I'm like, Oh, I'm going to my bocce, you know, league. And they're like, I'm just waiting for it. Bocce, what's bocce? Or like, how are you in a bocce league? You know, I I don't know what it is, but the opportunities there, we just have to cap. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
the opportunities I mean, I, there. Uh, when I worked, I worked at a, a large corporation, um, and we have a, a fundraiser called Pelotonia. I don't know if you guys heard of it. It's like a big bike event that happens um, yeah. in the summer. And I was begging to be on the board because I wanted to run a bocce ball tournament because we had this huge cafeteria. And I'm like, I probably can fit eight, <laughs> ten indoor courts, and I could probably get 30 teams to play bocce and like just get to know it. The first year I had my mom, my grandmas, my aunts, um, everyone cook lasagna, pasta, tiramisu, pizzelle. So they kind of ran the food. I had eight indoor courts set up, brought both my grandparents, my great uncle, my other great uncle, my dad, my whole family ran eight courts. We had about 300 people in our organization play bocce. And for the next five years, it was like, when's the bocce ball tournament? When's the bocce ball tournament? When's the bocce ball tournament? So I resigned from that place. I worked there for 13 years. The first email I get is, we're going to miss the bocce ball tournament. <laughs> 100%, man. I mean, that's the that's been the response for our tournament, right? We have, like, you know, friends of friends come out or, hey, my brother-in-law is coming out or this and that. And then it's like, they're hooked, man. They're freaking hooked. It's like you get them out and you show them a good time and you show them the game of bocce, but, like, it's all the external other stuff, right? It's the other extracurricular stuff that, that that really just everyone's like dude this is wild and let's do it i mean for the first six years we were only doing it once a year and guys were just beating their heads against the wall saying oh my god i can't believe we're gonna have to wait another year before we do that again like we were literally playing once a year like it was <laughs> ridiculous yeah <laughs> you know so, so so where where is the uh I'm sorry. What's the main tournament? You said you, what's the name of it? So Maestro's, Maestro's is the main tournament. And then now in the Maestro's bocce club kind of evolved <clears throat> off of that. Okay. And Maestro's is a two man tournament. Um, it's outdoors. We're predominantly a lawn bowl yep. club. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things that's kind of funny and meeting Alex and some of those uh, other guys, right? Um, Alex is awesome. Andy's awesome. You know, one of his partners, but you get the occasional, you know, guys in their group or, or just chirps here and there that are like, ah, oh, dude, these guys play lawn, man. It's <laughs> not, it's not the deal, you know? And I mean, I got to beg to differ. I mean, I could be partial and a lot of guys, you guys were tipping on this, the, the one of your other podcasts, I think. And, and guys like Andy and Alex are like, Hey man, bocce's bocce anywhere, you know, it doesn't matter. And, you know, they came out to our tournament in October and they, they played well and, and, you know, but they're just not used to playing on the lawn. They hit a couple, you know, misses and, but they took it like men, they, you know, they were like, dude, this was awesome. And it's not the style we play, but man, we're into it. We're down. Right. And we feel the same way about what they do, you know? Um, but we, you know, the stigma of being lawn bowlers, it's tough, man. It's like golf out there. I mean, every hole's different. I mean, we play it eight different courts at my house and everything's a different, different feel, man. Right. And people will watch it and they'll be like, Oh dude, it's just luck. You know, you're hitting your bounce or whatever. I mean, Je- liaison would agree. There are guys that play with us that are just straight killers, just dialed in lawn dudes. And it has nothing to do with luck, man. No, it, it doesn't. If they're, if they're consistent, we've got, we've got a guy, we've got a guy that's won. How many times has Johnny won? Three times, four times. 
Yeah, my cousin. I hate it. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Nico's got this cousin Johnny, aka Billy Johnny Nacho, Whispers. aka Johnny Whispers. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Uh, this yeah. guy's won four times, and two with one partner, and two with another partner. Like everybody loves this guy. Yeah, he's he won singles by himself. So you know, one just asshole. he's like. Yeah, exactly. He's like such a prick. And he he's loud even, too. You yeah, will meet him for loud. sure. There's yeah. no doubt. You you won't miss him. But it, it, it's people <laughs> watch him and they're like, dude, this this is ridiculous. So I, I that's my little my little thing about outdoor bocce. I, I think people or, or grass bocce, whatever you want to call it. I think people give it a a bum rap because they look at it as luck. If you play as much as we do on it, man, you you make your mistakes and then you make your corrections just like on a court. Exactly. I mean, it's the same thing. So no, it's 100%. Like, it's like if the back wall's in or out, you know, it's also right. like, is the, is the stone path in or out? You know, like you, you yeah. got to play house rules. Everyone yeah. has to play the same court. So like no excuses, no matter what <laughs> If you're playing on it. So is the competitor, you know, if right. you're, exactly. If you're, we like to use that as excuse. When we lose, but just that fine. Okay. If you're if you're consistently at the top, no matter where you're at, then it's not luck. That's one thing. Right. Two is when you're playing, like you said, it's like golf or whatever it is. But no matter whether you're playing basketball, baseball, whatever, you're supposed to be reading something, reading the defense, reading the field, reading the court, understanding. Okay, I'm gonna look at this guy, see where the Paulino throw is, is like how that rolls. Okay, now I'm gonna watch his first ball. See where that goes. All right. He threw in the middle, and then there was a notice little divot there, so maybe I'm going to move to the right. I mean, you have to be smart in that way. And then, unfortunately, maybe fortunately if we're playing against these people, but there's people <laughs> that don't do that. They don't take the time, and maybe they just aren't as competitive as we are. They just don't know. But that's there's there's a lot that goes into it. I We're used to playing on courts, uh, or but we aren't partial i mean it's we'll play on whatever we played on the beach in my backyard back home in youngstown dante and i will throw i mean we were in the snow you know a couple weeks ago playing yeah um, that was a great video <laughs> or a great, great and then our italian club here we you know we're bored we have nothing to do we can't play outside so dante and i went to lowe's we got this pvc pipe and uh he made a court indoors and we're playing on carpet and th- like right. It's very touch and go on, on these carpet, you know, that on this carpet that we're playing on. There's a little divot in certain areas, but it bocce's bocce, as we you know mentioned earlier. You just have to do your due diligence and reading the court and going from there. Yeah, and like uh, I see the way that I see it is there's there's people who haven't seen bocce or haven't played, and and they might look in and judge one court or the other or one way it's played or they might just not care. And so I think there's also that group that thinks that they're so good that they're up here and they're, they're the best at whatever court, lawn, um, carpet that they play on, and they look down on all the others. And then there's that group that just wants to play bocce, wants hmm. to have fun, wants to play on anything they can, play as many people, meet as many people, be good at it, obviously. I think we've got to close those gaps and bring everyone in the middle and just get a big group of people buying into any type of bocce. And I mean, Alex talked about it a lot. That's doing something like that is that's how we're going to get bocce to the Olympics or 
really get it on like a national scale and it's already on a world scale, but it's, it's so, I feel like there's a disconnect between the U S and Europe with bocce for sure. And that's fine. You know? Yeah, I agree. I think that there's definitely a disconnect and, um, like you said, exactly what I was mentioning earlier, like, how do we, how do we thin that gap out between these, these top tier players, even in our own country. And then the guys that are, you want to come up and want to learn and get better. And, and if you're that top tier player, man, you, you should want to invite those lower, lower people, you you know, or groups or whatever it is. I mean, you should bring that along because honestly, that's your legacy, not being some top tier dude who, you know, nobody ever remembers. Right. He just freaking goes away. And, you know, because he's 60 something years old and he was, you know, in part of this niche group that wouldn't let any outsiders in, you know, I mean, it, it has to open up. And I think that's what, you know, that's what Alex and our philosophies when we first met totally gelled because it was like, look, man, we got, we need to like spread this love, man, because, because the, we were aligned with our philosophy about like, let's all, let's be inclusive, not exclusive because in the past, I mean, I don't know how your clubs are back there, but our clubs here are super exclusive. It's like, nah, man, like you can just not play with us. What the, what, what are we talking about? I think Alex, I think Alex has a really good idea around how he's hitting those bars and getting, getting it to know, get to be known at the level of it's, you can drink, you can have fun, you can play. And that hasn't really hit, I think, our area yet. And to your exclusively part, I mean, there's the CIC club, which is men only. There's the Brucey club, which is men only. Now, we have leagues, at least at, at my club, where we, we invite, you know, women and, you know, younger kids to play. But some of the mentality is just to, like, it's our game. Don't bother me. It's, and it's just us, right? And we just got to break it. That's, that's the goal. We just got to break it and keep, keep going at it. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Bocce Bellas, wherever they're at. Yeah, honestly, yeah. man. Yeah. Shout out to the Bocce Bellas, dude. Shout out to... Shattering Glass. To, yeah, man. Then, the first ladies of Maestros, Volo McD. I mean, we we were, we were only men's, too, because it was like an excuse to like bow out from the wives and stuff, right? So it was like, <laughs> oh, okay, like a mini golf weekend or whatever. And for the first bunch of years, that's kind of what we did. And then finally this year, ABC's like, yeah, we're going to come. And we were like, well we got to like open this stuff up, man. We got to let the girls come and they were fire, man. They were fire. They were awesome competitors, but even more, they were just awesome people. They came to just hang out, mix it up with one of us. And it brought good energy, man. Mm. And an energy that I didn't even think could be there because I think of like, you know, our girlfriends and wives kind of playing, they don't want to come. Like, they're like, no, I don't want any part of that, you know, but these girls wanted to be there, man. And they brought, they brought a good energy to it. So I look forward to, to mixing it up. Like you said, we gotta, we gotta break the glass a little bit. We can't wait to talk to, we mentioned, I think like every other podcast, we're going to say, we're going to have the Bellas on. Cause we see them at tournaments. We BS with them, but, um, you they know, bring them us. on. They're coming. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But they talk like, I want to talk to them more about like their experience with being a woman and, you know, getting into tournaments or leagues, you know, um, just to hear what they have to say about it. Cause yeah. I know that they aren't looked at uh, at least back then or even a couple of years ago, the same as um, how men are welcome to the sport. 
Yeah, it's just crazy. I'm, it's 2021, and you know that's how far. Like you were saying earlier, Bocce's behind. That's yeah, the perfect it, it example, crazy. right there. It's crazy, yeah. Well, speaking of Bocce being behind, so say we get to this point where it's on TV, it's a bigger deal. Based on everything that you've experienced with Bocce, do you do you want to see this TV Bocce where there's not some guy smoking a cigar or smoking eight packs of cigarettes? Hmm and drinking uncontrollably like or do you want to be like it's curling or golf and everybody you don't see anybody doing anything wrong because to me seeing anybody not do anything wrong isn't bocce like (laughs) (laughs) you know like i'm they don't pump me for nothing and i don't want to see I i don't want to see four to eight crusty dudes not indulging in any kind of activity to play some like superior, like we're the best of the best. I want to see some guys a little loose throwing some stones. I want to see like uh, in Team Marco where you got the young kids playing the old guys and they're, and they're right? to beat their butt, right? I mean, I say, I say that's one thing that, that actually excites me at our club is when I see the younger guys um, – on that play. So we had actually one come to Carm runs that I think you heard in the podcast, the Yobo tournament. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. A guy named Vincenzo. Oh, and I don't he, know that. Uh, sure. Probably like 18, 19 years old, mm-hmm. just graduated high school and just loves the game and was just so excited that he could come play in like another tournament outside of Columbus. And then there's even kids behind him that like, I'm ready to say like, come on, let's go play up Northeast. Let's, let's keep this going because if they don't, and, you know, we become those old guys at some point, like we need people to come behind us. So it's like continuing just to push that tradition and that excitement around what it's about, friendship, uh, being together and just playing all the time, you know? And okay. Anthony, you hit it on the head, man. If, if you don't pass that stuff down, like your grandfather's, man, I, I heard your guys' story, um, you know, from, from the first podcast about, I, I don't know if it was Anthony's grandfather that, that recent passed away. Yeah. Um, and dude, it's so relatable. Like that's the key, right? We, 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 everything's so relatable, you know, for me when I'm listening to that, um, cause I have a father and grandfather that played and there's and you know, and it, but that's the key. If we don't keep passing that down because we're like, nah, man, you don't, yeah, you can't play. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Then it's going to get lost, man. Those kids are going to be like, well, you know what? Why don't you F off? I'm going to go play uh, Among Us on my tablet with, with my buddies or whatever. Totally. So it's like, totally, totally. And that's yeah. part of what we're trying to do. So we're Carmen's tournaments that he have, uh, has in Youngstown. Last, two years ago was the first one. Uh, last year was the second annual one. And it's a, a 40 and under tournament. And part of that is because we, they want to try and get younger people more involved. Uh, you have to have at least one female on the team. And it, it loosens it up. You know, they're the two best players in the area were on the same team, and Carmen basically went to them, and he's like, hey, like, you know, come on, guys. Like, we're trying to have fun here. You know, can you, like, take it easy, you know, basically? <laughs> the charity tournament. Yeah. And, right. you know, <laughs> and one of those things. But in Maine, by the way, Yobo is amazing. And they, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, how it came about really was I, my dad's, um, real involved in the in the bocce community. He plays all over uh, Youngstown, and he'll go up to Cleveland for a few tournaments. Um, but basically, as a kid, I was watching him. Like these other guys say, well, I went to school at Youngstown State University, and the MVR is literally on campus. It just happened to be 
uh, the campus was built around it because it's one of the first bars in Ohio. So anyways, I'm going to school there. So I'm like, all right, I might as well play bocce. Well, I'm by far the youngest person there other than the owner's um, nephew. And like, there's nobody my age. I'm playing with older guys, older girls, which was fun. But I'm like, there's gotta, there has to be more people that can get interested in this. Like, I love this. This is so much fun having beers, eating pizza, smoking cigars, like you said, hearing stories from everyone else. And so we put together this tournament and so many people who came didn't even know what bocce was, even though it's right in their backyard. And we just got great feedback and people wanted to come back and think that's what it's all about. Yeah, and that's, that's yeah, it looks awesome. So that's what we're trying to do in you know Columbus to start out because three of us are here. Carmen will bring some people from Youngstown. We have family from Youngstown. If they want to come, that's great. But we also want to make sure that we get people we don't know coming. You know, I don't want all sixteen teams or however many teams we have to be people that we know. You know, friends and family. Um, but we, you know, that's that's kind of one of our goals. Um, and Alex actually brought up a good point of, you know, donating bocce balls or, or bocce sets to schools and stuff like that to, to get the name or the game, excuse me, out there. Um, yeah, he, he he's mentioned that, too, which I thought was an awesome idea, you know, and all of us on our end, man, we all our kids play like little kids, man, and they they get jacked. They love they get into it, man, you know, and you, you start them young and you get them going and. I mean, that's the key. And they see, you know, they see the camaraderie, you know, just like I was a little kid watching my, my grandfather and my dad. You, it's infectious, man. So it'll come. It'll come. Man. I was I was dying laughing because we watched uh, Team Mark when I have, a, I have a five-year-old son and he loves coming to Bocce. He knows all these guys here and he'll, he hasn't missed. Like he'll come every Wednesday or Saturday whenever we play. And when they're explaining the game, my son, his name's Paolo, he's like, why doesn't he know how to play? It's a Polina. Like, <laughs> like you got to throw it close to the green. Like, you know, it was just so funny when he was, he was going off. I'm like, good job, Paolo. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's where you learn, right? You just learn yeah. from watching and being around. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. the goal. You're like, Paolo, go, go grab your espresso now. Good job, buddy. <laughs> yeah. your and your biscotti. Good job. <laughs> your reward. Yeah, no, no, for real though. That's, I mean, that movie was great. Uh, uh, Julio, I talked to um, on a Zoom uh probably a month ago couldn't be a nicer dude i mean he was oh, awesome man. on your podcast the guy couldn't be nicer and we did exactly this we were just bouncing off you know italian stories and and how we grew up and all that kind of stuff and it just makes you feel good man inside to just you know it's it's weird times and obviously but it's just when you can reach out to people and they share your, your same kind of uh enjoyment from the game and I told him, man, I was sitting there and my, my, my wife turned to me and she's like, what's wrong? Like, you're crying and laughing at the same time. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's happening. I go, like, this movie's so awesome. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I was like this thing's, this movie's sick, you know, and it just, and it got all the feels, man. And I, I think it was good timing for all of us, you know, trying to push the game but it's it's good feel good movie. We need to get back to that stuff, and that's what bocce is all about for I think all of us too. Is it's it's that feel, man. It's that it's that thing. Um, so what's your uh, what's your go to dessert growing up? 
with a Greek and Italian family? Oh man, um, my go-to dessert. Um, I don't mind a little biscotti dipping in the morning. I'm mm. I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with a little bit of that. Um, uh, my wife makes a killer tiramisu, um, and but she only makes it like once a year. Yeah. <laughs> like Christmas Eve. <laughs> Jeff's had it. Jeff's had it. It's dynamite, man. He's he's been there, and um, so I'm lucky in that way. But uh, yeah, my 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 uh, what I never liked, and you guys will know about this. Uh, uh, you have to is my my grandmother used to make uh, around Easter those little coconut lamb cakes. Yes. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what the idea or where those came from, man. <laughs> she had like jelly bean eyes on it and it was hard as a rock. I'm like, this is terrible. You know, so <laughs> I that's my that's my number that's my least favorite for sure. But yeah, I'd say like Tinamisu biscotti. That's my that's my goes, man. So, there you go. But what culture do you prefer? Answer wisely. Yeah, dude. I'm just kidding. My mom's a crazy Greek man. She's nuts. Crazy. So my crazy. My my dad's a reserved Italian dude, and um, crazy. also crazy in his own way. Yeah, right. But um, two great um, cultures. I, I, I love. I like uh, Greek and Italian food. You can't go wrong, man. No, you can't. No. And and they they blend. A lot of times they can be oil and water, but a lot of times they can be a lot of like you know, on, on both sides, just fun loving. Um, you know, there was always laughter in my house. Mm. There was, you know, all the time, man. I mean, Jeff knows he, he grew up in that house. So it was like, there was always laughter and, and, and fun and smiles and, and like both sides that, that was the philosophy, right? If you can't enjoy life and laugh and, and just, and live in the moment with each other, then like, what the hell does everything else mean, man? It's just, and, and that, that's kind of how I grew up, man. That was how my philosophy was. So, I see your dad won the name with the C, said your mom with the K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she definitely, yeah, she, he definitely won that one. But, um, but my mom was the one who wanted to name me Nico or whatever. My dad was like, yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> you know, dude, he was, he was old school. He was outside of the room, man. <laughs> you know, he was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, see you later. But. No, man. So the cultures, you know, and I, that's the whole thing with Jeff tipped on the Canadian tournament. And um, one of my favorite moments uh, that we've ever had at the tournament, and I think it really took our tournament off, is, is my cousins came the second year. I've got tons of cousins from Toronto. And they came the second year of our tournament and just peacocking, just like, oh, man, we're going to roll. This is this is easy. No big deal. And they made it all the way to the finals and they, they played my other two cousins and they, and we didn't really know there's a second year. We didn't even know how it was going to, what was going to happen, but it came out and it, it started to be a full out like U S versus Canada, like <laughs> war, like, I mean, straight up miracle, on 30, ice stuff. Do you miracle, miracle on ice stuff, man. Yeah. It was, it, and it was the game itself was because Soviet. it was the Canadians were up, Jeff, what was it like seventeen to four or something like that? And so, we played a twenty-one. A caveat to this story is <laughs> I had I had a first-time partner, and we blew a nine to two lead to the Canadians to get them oh. into the finals. Oh man! And I've never lifted down because I've <laughs> only made it to the to the semis twice, once with this guy Herman and once with Nico last year, and. 
and I went out right. to the Canadians after blowing a fucking huge lead. It was. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a grind, but they were just peacocking seventeen to four, and then the wave just turned. Man, it just started to get closer and closer, and the the crowd just started to get rowdy. Just (laughs) USA, USA. (laughs) You know, I mean, dude, it's intimidating when two guys are because these guys are no hold barred. There's thirty some, forty some guys just ripping at these guys every Uh, throw. (laughs) Man, it was crazy. The court on. On Maestro's championship court, if you think of like a regular bocce, what you guys are used to, this whole court is contained in one half of the court. So okay. it's tight. Yeah. You know, yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not dealing with a lot of space. You, every shot counts. There's no like, I want to throw this 30 yards and hope it goes great. You, you got 15 yards and that's it. Yeah, and that, there's, like, there's some wow. hist- there's some history there with Canada. Um, if, if you haven't already, and I'm you, there's a good chance you probably both have. Um, um, there's a documentary you can watch called Breaking Balls from yeah, guys up yeah, in Cleveland, great. Northeast Ohio. Yes, yeah, the, we the were checking won, it out. Like, they won they won that tournament like seven years in a row or something, and yeah. they kept bringing like they had a dynasty yeah. team kicking ass over here. So there's some I love with Canadians. Canadians. Hey. I love them, but they're a pain in the ass, man, because they'll <laughs> let you know, like, how dope they are, man. You know, and it's just like – and my cousins, they ended up losing 21 to something. It was epic comeback, and we never let them live it down. Like, the next year, my draft video that I do was all about Canadian, like, <laughs> epic losses, you know, like, like throughout the years, and they, I stuck them in there, man, and they were like – I don't know, man. I don't know how we're going to move past this, you know, and, and they, they really haven't ever since they've been kind of forgotten, bro. Yeah. But, but yeah, man, it's, it's a gas dude. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, I mean, the maestros and in, in that tournament in Canada. So that's what they started a tournament after they lost that year. They're like, F this man, we're starting our own tournament. So they started a tournament just outside Toronto on like, I don't know how many acres, 11 acres, whatever it's on. And, and it was like, 50 teams or 60 teams and it's just it's just complete chaos um and but it's so much fun man it's like it's a good gas so we we go up there yeah we go up there and um and play them and the first year I was like oh I'll, I'll bring a bunch of buddies a bunch of us guys will go and I'm like, dude, nobody's gonna go to this thing man I'm gonna be by myself with my dad dude just rolling too deep to you know canada man you know that's not intimidating at all everybody jumped on board dude the first year jeff we had like 10 maybe 10 guys or two i think there was 10 or 12 10 or 12 and then 14 and like we just roll in and we started a kind of like a rider cup but we call it the nation's cup so we play points and we play the canadians build their own team and we have our team of usas we made polos and everything and freaking, we traveled in polos, so we looked like really official, dude. Some of my my cousins were like taking pictures with kids in the airports, or like <laughs> trying to sign stuff and stuff. I'm like, dude, this don't take it easy, you know? Like, and but we take it that far, right? And so we 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 go up there, and we've got a Ryder Cup top style tournament along with the tournament that they run at the same time. So it's it's a ball, man. It's it's a, it's a whole weekend, and every year guys keep jumping on the wagon and making the trip. So it must be something. <laughs> so, yeah, we want in on that. Gotta, you guys got to come out to Maestro's. And we've, we've been trying to get out to, to, to Ohio and to you guys for the last yeah. you know, two years for sure. Before we even figured out the Instagram, we knew about you guys and the tournaments that were going on in Ohio. So 
Yeah, Cleveland oh. Cup, Wick, Wick, Wickliffe. Wickliffe. Yeah, Wickliffe. Yeah, that's another one. So we've been hearing about that. I mean, what to you guys, what's the one tournament? Is it Yobo? Like, what's the one tournament that encompasses what we've been talking about? So, like, not just, like, top level, man, because I don't care about that. I mean, I do, but you know what I mean. What's yeah. the mix? What's the perfect mix tournament? So if you guys were like, dude, you have to come to this. So that's exactly what we're trying to build. Because of how good the bocce is around here um, and all the tournaments we go to, even though they're fun, they're taken very seriously. So a lot of the guys, a lot of the top players that you see probably won't want to do what we're trying to build in a sense. We want to have, us four, we're definitely going to have some competitive tournaments, but we also want to throw that fun tournament, that that tournament that's competitive, mixed with competitiveness, but also, you know, I'm wearing my Ultimate Warrior outfit, you know, like shit like that, where we make it fun. <laughs> right. So, Dante, you're on mute. Um, so that that's a great question because it's a little bit of a stumper because we really don't have that. Yeah, I mean, we have like if I were to say, "Oh, you got to come over for this tournament," I would say the Carmstrong in Youngstown, or I would say the Wycliffe Bocce Cup, but both of those are their their own thing, and it's awesome what they do, and it's real traditional, and like the Carmstrong is in the name of the old MBR owner, and people come in from all over, and he was a very well-respected man, and it's really cool, but it's different from, I guess, what we're trying to do, so... It's competitive. I mean, all our tournaments are competitive. They, you, you're gonna go in to win. I mean, like a really fun. I mean, at the Carmstrong, I remember (laughs) went to the parking lot. This guy was still yelling at this other guy at two hours after they lost because of a throw he threw, and it was hilarious. It's like it was just. I mean, it's just that's just what that's just what we're used to around here. But I mean, what you guys are talking about and experiencing the Yobo, I think that's the mix that we're trying to get to. And I think with you guys, with Alex, with us, like, I mean, together, I think, you know, with this, this try, we'll call it state area, we can, we can make it happen and get like a big, a big tournament going, even like points, like make it a rider type deal, make people go one place to another and kind of just make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, Chris. Sorry. No, you're good. I was going to say Dante. I think that's, I think if there was one tournament, it's our Columbus Italian club tournament that we've only had one so far. Last year was canceled due to COVID, but we throw this uh, around like Memorial Day. And our club, it's they take it seriously, but it's the cigars, the beer, you know, the cigarettes, bullshitting music. So what you guys are talking about is more of what our Italian club does. Um, and I think that's what we're going to kind of build off that and make it bigger. So hopefully this year we can get you guys in because I think it'll be we could throw something pretty good. Yeah, we can't wait. I mean, from a club standpoint, I mean, I think Jeff and I would agree. We got a couple things leaning in the spring, right? Everything's kind of been like on and off, on and off, on and off. But, um, you know, what we're trying to work on here is we touch base with a bunch of local breweries. We're trying to look at like a brewery series, kind of like what you're saying, like where it's at points or whatever. But, But to not to get people from like the breweries in on it, 
and be like, Hey, what are you guys like holding here? You know, like we visited one brewery and one of the guys at the tap room were like, bocce, I'm in man, I'll do that. You know? And yeah. like, but you need, you need that man, like to, to, for the growth of what we're talking about. So we're looking at that in the spring and just hopping around Chicagoland breweries and trying to, you know, get, keep, keep tournaments going like that. And then we have our quote unquote season. We don't know if we're going to make it to June or to Toronto in June. It's, it's, uh, up for grabs, man. We don't know, but, um, we got a couple other tournaments in, in the mix. Um, and we like to do a lot of varying, um, you know, it doesn't have to be always four on four or two on two or whatever. We do a one-on-one tournament um in september we call it the number one stunna tournament um <laughs> it was pretty wild i thought it was good i thought it was the first time we did it we so. talked about that before you jumped down oh okay cool i yeah, won't rehash it like yeah the rivalries and, and whatnot yeah that's a pretty um, sweet tournament yeah it's fun man so you know we we like to do one-on-one two-on-two we do another tournament where you just random partner all the time and uh so it keeps it fresh it keeps it fun and i think with like Alex and the ABC, we've worked off each other that way too. Um, to say, Hey man, we do this. That's pretty cool. You know, we do that. So, um, you know, um, and that's kind of what we're looking at. Maestro's is in August every year. Um, you gotta out. yeah, yeah. You gotta, ha- you, you gotta can. come out. Can. It'll be just for call it a business, business trip. With, <laughs> with the, with the, yeah. Shoot us over. Shoot us over like your, your tournaments that, you know, we could publicize because we're trying to put together our website with a, just a link with all the kind of tournaments every weekend. Um, yeah. Just we're to kind of be one doing... central place with these different ones so people can go look. Yeah, yeah that's what we were hoping to have our website done. We had a goal basically all of 2020 to have it live by 2021. And just because we're not super strict and everybody's got their own crap going on you know it's okay if we're late and now we're late and it was like dude we're gonna be on this podcast and we can't even be like go to nbc.com <laughs> we gotta be like oh we're on instagram and we got a twitter you know it's that's like, good yeah but, we'll it, but it, back it, on. it'll be done soon it'll be done soon and and we i i had i had thrown something on instagram i don't remember one a couple months ago saying the same thing like i just threw it out to all the groups like Hey man, let me know when your tournaments are because that's exactly what we want to do is just create a, a database on on our site, on your site, whatever. So it's like you can't escape it, man. You can catch everything because yeah. It's, yeah. it was tough in the early goings to try to find like where people were having tournaments. I'm like, are they doing this? And everybody's website was terrible. Mm. And it was just like, it was a it was a who you know and in your area kind of thing before. And now, right. now we've done a good job expanding it and just getting more eyes on it. But yeah. yeah. So we should have well, that I guess, soon. Uh, I think I think we have uh maybe like uh last Oh you're you're frozen, Anthony. Yeah, oh, real quick, I just walked away to grab a drink. I might have missed it, but are you guys um on the Facebook? Are we yeah. gonna try? Yeah. Okay. Good. I was gonna say we got to get you on the Facebook. <laughs> Sorry, I think I froze. I was gonna say um, we kind of wanted to ask you guys one last question as we wrap it up. Um, sure. What's your favorite botchy moment? Jeff, you want to go there? So, so my favorite botchy moment is the moment I realize that if I don't have that extra drink, I might. <laughs> I might win this game. <laughs> and and that's what it's always been about for me is like 
I'm, I'm not Italian. This isn't like a traditional game for me. I don't give a shit about it other than this is a game that I like to play with my friends. I can be competitive at it. I can have a good time at it. I want to I want to play better because of the tradition that I've learned from it and the experiences I've had because of the game. Uh, so that's what bocce means to me. And, um, you know, it's a pleasure being on the show and cheers to you guys. Salute. Um, I would say it was funny. I just talked to Alex about this and this encompasses what we've all been talking about all night. Philosophy wise is I don't have any, I, and Jeff will attest to this. I've won very little when it comes to all the tournaments that I put on, man. Um, I've won very little, but um, so it's not about that for me. Uh, a couple of years ago, my dad was playing and he was 78 at the time, something like that. And he didn't have a partner and my dad's not very proactive about getting a partner or just, you know, playing in general. Like I literally need to like stick him, you know, say, Hey, it's this time a day, it's going to be here. And my mom makes sure, you know, that he's there <laughs> or else he wouldn't even show up. So that year he's like, I didn't, you know, I don't know who I'm going to play with. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, and he had come out and, you know, he was coming out by himself and everybody's looking at him like, Hey, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, what, what are you going to play with? He's like, well, I got my partner this year and my partner is surprise partner is going to be this guy over here. And he, and he points to my son who was like 10 at the time. Right. And like, you know, my dad was super proud you know, in his face, you know, and my son was like, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to play. We don't, we, we have, you know, since then we have age regulations. We're like, nah, this is, you know, like he's, he's grandfathered in, but we're like, you know, cause this is another story, but him and my nephew sell beers all day and make a buttload of money. So they're like grandfathered in, wow. but um, so we let them play, but just, just the pride of like my dad signaling them out. And then my son, like, you know, walking over to him and smile and everyone just erupting, you know, and being like, yeah, Frank, you know, get, <laughs> get after it, you know? And like, I was like, I'm an emotional dude. So I'm like sitting behind Jeff or somebody like, you know, like crying, crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like trying to hold it together. It should be fun, you know, but like that for me was my bocce was like my bocce moment because that's, that's why I started the whole damn thing was to bridge what my dad used to play and do with and trying to get my son to understand why that's important. And I was in the middle, right? So it was bringing the two sides together. And that was the moment in my mind that it happened. And, you know, that's, that's going to be the picture on our about page actually for the, for the website. Um, And and it'll kind of say it all. So that's that's my moment, man. That's great. I think I saw that picture. I think is it an on uh, your Instagram? Yeah, it yeah. got thrown up on Instagram. I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You said so. th- I think the caption was "This is why I play the game" or "This is why something." This is why I botch. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. You tagged us in that. One of me goes great Instagram stuff. Oh, I, that's why Jeff does it because I've stayed off it. <laughs> every every time you see a maestro's post and you're like. Hmm. It's Nico. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm retired. No, you guys are good on it. I always enjoy it. But all right, but, we definitely want to have you guys back on. Do you guys have anything else? 
no man i i just want to say i appreciate all the support man and 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 we'll do whatever we can to support back i mean i can't wait to just you know make this collide yeah you know, like the like the mega powers like right. hogan and, and macho back in the day <laughs> go. you know like yeah like you know let, let's I, I can't wait to get out by you guys i mean that's that's the for sure plan in the in the summer so thanks for having us on love to jump on again as the season rolls and yeah. get going thanks for carve for you know picking up some of the gear early on man we love your stuff yeah. it's rocking and rolling um so thanks again man we, yeah we really appreciate always it, guys and where can people if you want to announce your instagram or your twitter names what is it i'll let jeff do that <laughs> uh, we're i don't know what that ad is so i think maestro bc Maestro's Baji Club, that's good enough. Yeah, Maestro's Baji Club. We'll we'll make sure we tag you guys and everything. Just want to throw that out there. Whoever's listening to this should know who we are. Our our, our two million listeners, if you're listening. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's on Instagram, Maestro's Baji. We have quite a bit. We've had, uh, we average around 60 some, I think. 60-some million, yeah. Yeah, 60-some people. (laughs) You guys are killing it just with the crew's are you guys ordering direct or are you guys like, are you guys ordering bulk or are you guys just having a print on demand? We got a mix of both. Mix so of it both. just depends. You guys are killing it. The, yeah, the, it's dude, great. That, that, crew, right. that crew, I'll say again, is so freaking comfy. Gildan, Gildan for the Thanks. win. Love yeah, it. That's awesome. That's some new stuff coming, so I'm excited. And we like just even random, like, uh, shout out to Rodney's wife. Uh, she got oh. some custom stuff made. So, he doesn't know that. I can't. I can't say what it is because it's a gift. So we'll, we'll wow, awesome! He's not man. Yeah, I mean, love, love the podcast. Love for you guys just like sticking yourselves out there, man. It's not easy. Um, it's not an easy thing to do, man. For people, I love the new logo. It rocks, man. So you guys keep doing it, man. Appreciate it, brother. We'll have you guys back on. We'll link up soon. We'll make sure the communication keeps rolling on. But I'm excited for future bocce tournaments and for this to keep moving forward. So salute for to sure. you guys. And we'll be out there eventually, too. Salute. For sure. Awesome. August, baby. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Good talking to you guys. See you.